Welcome to Love's Last Call with Evangelist Carol Ann of Agape Light Ministries. Please open your hearts to hear an anointed message that will encourage and empower you to walk in the love and light of God's Word. Beloved, we are in part two of discerning the hour, and today we are going to continue to look to the Word of God with the Holy Spirit's guidance in discerning. God's prophetic timeline, and where we are in that divine agenda. It is important to understand that the majority of what is known as the Church of Jesus Christ is no longer interested in the prophetic Word of God, even though one-third of the Bible addresses it. Many, if not most, of the teachings of today are centered on man and his life in the here and now. And while rarely spoken out loud, there is an undercurrent of thought that the earth will continue on forever, even though Scripture is very clear that the earth is riding on an occupant's lease, comprised of an allotted time that Elohim set in place before the foundation of the world. And when that predetermined allocation has reached its final hour, known scripturally as the end of the age, then the conclusion of the dispensation of grace will be finalized, and this sin-fallen earth will come under the fierce judgment of the righteous one, and will be replaced with new heavens and a new earth, where righteousness will reign forever. In Second Peter 3, 3-13, we are given dramatic confirmation to this predestined scenario. Know this first of all, that in the last days, mockers will come with their mocking, following their own lust, and saying, Where is the promise of his coming? For ever since the fathers fell asleep, all continues just as it was from the beginning of creation. For when they maintain this, it escapes their notice that by the word of God, the heavens existed long ago, and the earth was formed out of water, and by water, through which the world at that time was destroyed being flooded by water. But the present heavens and the earth, by his word, are being preserved for fire, kept for the day of judgment and the destruction of ungodly men. But do not let this one fact escape your notice, beloved, that with the Lord one day is as a thousand years, and a thousand years as one day. The Lord is not slow about his promise, as some count slowness, but is patient toward you not wishing for any to perish, but for all to come to repentance. But the day of the Lord will come, just like a thief, in which the heavens will pass away with a roar, and the elements will be destroyed with intense heat, and the earth and its works will be burned up. Since all these things are to be destroyed in this way, what sort of people ought you to be in holy conduct and godliness? looking for and hastening the coming of the day of God, on account of which the heavens will be destroyed by burning and the elements will melt with intense heat. But according to his promise, we are looking for new heavens and a new earth in which righteousness reigns. And as we consider that profound prophecy, beloved, in a God Questions commentary, they give a timeline overview of God's prophetic agenda and the events that bring to fulfillment all he has promised in his unadulterated word of truth. First, 
the rapture of the true church of Jesus Christ. In this glorious event, Christ comes in the clouds to snatch away all who have trusted in him and have been born again of his spirit. This is confirmed in 1 Corinthians 15.52. At this time, the dead in Christ will be resurrected and taken to heaven before those who are still alive at his appearing. This is the next event in the eschatological timeline of God. The rapture is imminent, for no other biblical prophecy needs to be fulfilled before this glorious event happens. Second, the rise of the Antichrist. After the true church is taken out of the way, as revealed in 2 Thessalonians 2, 7-8, a satanically empowered man will gain worldwide control with promises of peace. This is confirmed in Revelation chapter 13 and verse 1 and Daniel chapter 9 and verse 27. He will be aided by another man called the false prophet who heads up a religious system that will require worship of the Antichrist. This is confirmed in Revelation 19.20. And on that note, we will be revisiting Pope Francis in a future podcast. Third, the Tribulation. There will be a period of seven years in which God's judgment is poured out on sinful humanity, as confirmed in Revelation chapters 6 to 16. The Antichrist's rise to power is associated with this time period. During the tribulation on earth, the church will be in heaven. At this time, the Bema Seat of Christ and the marriage supper of the Lamb will take place. Fourth, the Battle of Gog and Magog. In the first part of the tribulation, a great army from the north, in alliance with several other countries from the Middle East and Africa, attack Israel and are defeated by God's supernatural intervention. This account is given in Ezekiel chapters 38 to 39. Some commentators place this battle just before the start of the tribulation period. Fifth, the abomination of desolation. At the midway point of the seven-year tribulation, the Antichrist breaks his covenant with Israel and shows his true colors. The Jews are scattered, and through the 144,000 Jewish evangelists, many of them turn to the Lord, realizing that Jesus is their Savior. A great persecution then breaks out against all those who believe in Christ. This account is confirmed in Daniel 12:11. Mark 13:14 and Revelation 12:17 6 the battle of Armageddon at the end of the tribulation Jesus returns with the armies of heaven as confirmed in Mark 14:62 he saves Jerusalem from annihilation and defeats the armies of the nations fighting under the banner of the antichrist confirmed in Revelation 19:11 to 21 the Antichrist and the false prophet are then captured and thrown alive into the lake of fire, as confirmed in Revelation 19.20. Seventh, the judgment of the nations. Christ will judge the survivors of the tribulation, separating the righteous from the wicked as sheep and goats. This is confirmed in Matthew 25.31-46. The righteous will then enter the millennial kingdom and the wicked will be cast into hell. Eighth, the binding of Satan. 
Satan will be bound and held in a bottomless pit for the next 1,000 years, as confirmed in Revelation 20, 1-3. Ninth, the Millennial Kingdom. Jesus Christ himself will rule the world with a rod of iron, and Jerusalem will be the capital. This will be the period of peace and prosperity on earth, as confirmed in Revelation chapter 20 and Isaiah chapter 60 to 62. Memorial sacrifices will be offered in a rebuilt temple in Jerusalem. However, this will not be the third temple that is being aggressively planned to be rebuilt very soon. For perhaps unbeknownst to the passionate Jews who are working toward this prophetic accomplishment, the third temple is actually being prepared for the Antichrist, who many Jews will at first believe is their Messiah. At the second coming of Jesus, the desecrated third temple will be destroyed, and the fourth temple, which will be the millennial temple, will be built. We are given description of the sanctified temple in Zechariah 6, 12-16, and Ezekiel chapters 40-46. to Tenth, the last battle. At the end of the 1,000 years, Satan will be released from the prison for a short time. He will deceive the nations once again, and there will be a rebellion against the Lord that will be quickly defeated, as confirmed in Revelation 20, 7-10. Satan will be then cast into the lake of fire, never to reappear again. Eleventh, the great white throne judgment. All those being held in hell will be brought forth, and all the wicked from all errors of history will be resurrected to stand before the Lord in a final judgment, as confirmed in Revelation 20, 11-15. The verdicts are read, and all of sinful humanity, those who have not been blood-washed by the Lamb of God and born again of His Spirit, will be cast into the lake of fire with Satan and his demons. Twelfth, the new creation. God completely remakes the heavens and the earth. It is at this time that He wipes away all tears, and there will be no more pain, death, or sorrow. The new Jerusalem descends from heaven, and the children of God will enjoy eternal life and will reign with Him forever. This is confirmed in Revelation chapters 21-22. to And this is where we will pause for today, beloved. In our next podcast, we will continue to revisit some of the most telling current events that are lining up with exact precision with the prophetic word of God, and which gives striking evidential help in discerning the hour. I'll close with a sacred reminder of 1 Thessalonians 5, 1-6. Now as to the times and to the epics, brethren, you have no need of anything to be written to you. For you yourselves know full well that the day of the Lord will come just like a thief in the night. While they are saying peace and safety, then destruction will come upon them suddenly, like birth pangs upon a woman with child, and they shall not escape. But you, brethren, are not in darkness that the day should overtake you like a thief. For you are all sons of light and sons of day. We are not of the night nor of darkness. So then, let us not sleep as others do, but let us be alert and sober. And as always, beloved, I bid you his agape. You've been listening to Love's Last Call with Evangelist Carol Ann of Agape Light Ministries. 
If you'd like to receive a CD copy of this message or you have a prayer request, please contact us at Agape Light Ministries, P.O. Box 6313, Chesterfield, Missouri, 63006, or via our website at www.agapelightministries.com. Again, that's www.agapelightministries.com.